Blog Talk Radio. NYPA, it's time to sort the show, so search for the squad and listen out for the promo with the West Wild Spitter Spinners weather to a show home. Collins Oak coverage on the corner, make it unfold. Five o'clock, who gives a damn of what your man and say? We spitting live wireless, leave them shot with the gamma rate. Ain't no runner up, cause it ain't nothing close to the candidate. I block the deep and you draw like Japanese animated. It's just us and the rest, news off the hottest press. Dope from the boogie down, Kyle Holton, Philly West. Reppin' with the legends, classic in the future. Second politics, sports segment, live phone, call up a question, it's the NYPA, 95 connection, real people, ain't no scripted cute call for directions, just team on the grind time till it's all perfection, throw it past the satellite so you can catch perception, so touch ground with us, we kill challenges, a murder it for every number on your calendars, from west to the boogie down, they gray hound in this, we google spot, anchor podcast pockets this. Welcome to NYP Entertainment Radio live here on Block Talk. Uh, thank you for joining today, Colin Alonzo here. Sunday, it's 5 o'clock. It's uh, the summertime. It's hot as hell here on the East Coast. It's officially summer. Boy, oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, heat wave, humidity is one thing. There's one thing I don't like about the sometimes the humidity. Uh, but we're back here live up and ready the last Sunday in the month of June, which means next week. It's happened to be Independence Day, July 4th, brand new month, brand new playlist coming to you. So this is the last day for June. I might leave some things from June over to July, but already for July, I've got a nice little list for you guys to start the month of July off with. And then, um, in fact, next week, I'll let you know when we're going to do the Spotlight Playlist, which will be New York, New York, Volume 1. Um, time is flying in now than compared to last year where uh, we were slow. It's flying. And I say all that to say this, it would be September. September means 11 years for NYP Entertainment Radio. September 25th is the actual date, which is, like, coming sooner than you think. I just didn't realize that 11 years is coming up on us for the show. Crazy, crazy, crazy how time is flying this year compared to last year. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I would say, or last month, we uh, did a show, and we had Dre Bell on. I discussed his song, Why Do Guys. The show's a little wonky. Audio was going in and out on both parts, and then at the end, it completely went off. It was solid for the most part, but I told you he can come back on today. So he's coming back on today, live at 6 o'clock, top of the second hour. Uh, kind of redo, because there's some things I talked to him off air about that he wanted to get across about the single and so forth, that with the audio and the delays, it was kind of missing. It wasn't kind of connecting or whatever. Uh, so... I had a nice long conversation with him off air, told him to come back on, call him live today on June 27th, which is like, this was like a couple of weeks ago, uh, to come back on and um, kind of do a semi-redo, and he wants to explain in detail um, more about the song, the lyrics, and so forth, and, and the feedback he's getting uh, about the song from men and women alike, some are good, some are negative, some are whatever. So Jay Bell coming back here. Again, live, top of the second hour here at 6 o'clock on NYPA Entertainment Radio. Um, like I said, final Sunday in June, time is flying by. Excited, new playlist coming up, and some things as we get back to some normalcy. 
everyone is getting back out there. Uh, things opening back up. People are traveling. People are doing whatever. It just is starting to feel like something. So, you know, um, let's get started. We're going to jump into some boxing. It's a lot of boxing going on, and, and it's not good boxing, but it, it, it's boxing nevertheless. So if uh, Logan Paul decides he wants to call out Mike Tyson. So Logan Paul oh, said, you can't tell me I cannot beat Mike oh, Tyson. That's it going eight rounds with Floyd Mayweather Jr., the YouTube star believes the aging heavyweight great oh, wouldn't be a problem. The boxing, oh, uh, the boxing exploits of YouTube celebrity brothers Logan and Jake Paul continue to provoke and uh, polarize the fight fan community. And the recent, in his recent interview, his comments of the older brother will be sure to irk many of us. Logan recently took part in an exhibition bout against the retired 50, I put an asterisk next to that, 50 and old boxing great Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather Jr., in which no winner was declared. With Mayweather bragging before and afterwards, the pay-per-view uh, spectacle was legalized bank robbery. The attention, uh, the attention uh, such bouts involving amateurs having garnered are rival only by the trend of retire, returning in their 50s with similar non-competitive outings with Mike Tyson well-received bout with Roy Jones Jr. last year as the best example. Um, the presence between the two non-championship realms led to Logan claiming he could not only feasibly face the baddest man on the planet next, but he could <laughs> win. He said, "He said, quote, someone mentioned Mike Tyson. Like, how funny is it? One great at a time, or is it like you can fight only can only can fight one? My lawyer mentioned it. He was like, no, Tyson will rip your head off. You don't understand. Mm-hmm. You don't have. You don't stand a chance. I'm like, bro, I nope. literally just went." Through it, I just went through all of this. You can't tell me I can beat Mike Tyson, bro. He's old. He's old. <laughs> Jake, who is currently three and zero in boxing, with wins over three non-fighters in their respective pugilist debuts. Um, streamer, is it Streamer and Anderson Gibb, former basketballer Nate Robinson and ex UFC star Ben. Askren, um, then reassure his sibling, you did better than Conor McGregor against Floyd Mayweather. Jake will be back to action in August when he faces another UFC name, Tyrone Woodley. Unlike Art um, Askren, Woodley has some respected uh, striking skills, but it remains to be seen how that translates into a boxing ring uh, with the vastly different rules. Both Logan and Tyson are expected back for exhibition, perhaps, in the end of 2021, uh, though there's no official confirmation of any formal negotiations. So, mm, you know, I don't know what's going on through their heads right now, and I mean, they call him Mike Tyson. Oh, first off, he went eight rounds with, with Mayweather. Yes, he did go eight rounds with him, but he couldn't knock out um, Mayweather. So what makes you think he's going to knock out Mike Tyson? Mm-hmm. He fought a lighter person in the ring. You're going up against a true heavyweight and a true heavyweight that can hit and still got the power and speed at 54 mm. years of age. Mm-hmm. He gets in the ring with Tyson, which I don't think Tyson is going to even consider that fight because that's not going to be no match for him. He wouldn't even stand a chance in there with Mike Tyson. That fight with Floyd Mayweather, yeah, he got hit. And he almost got dropped by Mayweather, but Mayweather held him up. 
if you saw that fight, he held him up. <clears throat> and and um, um, I forget which round that was, but with Mike Tyson, Tyson going to drop him quick, quick. He's going to feel every blow. Look at um, look at um, um, Roy Jones. The fight that Mike Tyson won, even though Mike Tyson did mm-hmm. win that fight, um, but Roy Jones said himself he felt every punches that Mike Tyson threw, and it hurt. He said, "You think Logan is gonna send those punches?" I doubt. It. I don't think so. Mike Tyson, you know, <laughs> he shouldn't even take yeah. that fight at all. I don't think he will. Uh, you know what? I would take it just to just to knock him out. I think the weight Mayweather Paul fight was corny. He shouldn't have held him up. Um, Mayweather, regards the money he made, and he made a lot off off his money. Um, he bet against himself. He, I heard. Allegedly. Yeah, he, he bet seven hundred fifty thousand on himself and netted more than seven hundred and fifty million on that on that fight, um, which probably was probably rigged since he better on himself. He probably rigged that shit not to knock him out so he can make the money. Uh, probably you know rigged himself to carry him a little bit, get a couple of shots in to get him. But uh, it, it was a farce that the fight between him and Paul was corny. It was stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it made, in my opinion, it made Mayweather look like he was desperate for money, which he don't need it. If you are a Hall of Famer and you are one of the best fighters of all time, you make light work of this guy. I don't care. Like, you just make light, light work of him. Now, because he's going around talking shit even more, like, I lasted along with him and, and all this, whatever. And I think in the Tyson situation, if Tyson does decide to take it, Tyson will knock him out. I think Tyson will be like, all right, you talking too much shit. Because Tyson, old school, Brooklyn, he still got that animal in him, and you and you flipping off, and you like, ah, you old, and I got this. Oh, yeah? Okay. All right. I'm going to have to shut you down. And I fear for Logan Paul's life if he gets in the <laughs> ring with uh, Tyson. Um, it, 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 someone will have to <laughs> – yeah, it would just be a massacre because it's like you start you poking a bear who's one of the greatest who is not going to hold you up like, like bitch-ass Wade Mayweather. No, he's going to crack your – you know, he's going to break your jaw, and he's going to embarrass you. You know what I mean? Like, he's going to go for the jaw so he won't talk so much shit. That's what the main thing is. Because he's, he's old. He's old. All right, granted, he turned 55, but he's in great shape. He's still going to hold his own. He is a boxer. That's that's what he knows. That's all he knows. That's what he does mm-hmm. best. He's not mm-hmm. going to hold you up at all. He's not going to hold you and dance around with you and kiss you in the cheek and, you know, make googly eyes at you like Mayweather did. No. He's going in there. His mission is to knock your head off. That's what he was trained. He's a warrior. That's what these guys do. They don't do, they don't do this for fun and hang around and, 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 you know, do dancing with the stars in the middle of the ring like Mayweather did. He's going to knock you out. So yeah, I went and he's a part of me want, a part, yeah, a part of me want him to take it so I can, so I'm like, yeah, get him. Get him. Because it's, cause, cause he's talking smack. Like, shut up. You know what I mean? Um, it's just, it, it's ridiculous. But we don't stop there. So De La Hoya is returning to the ring. You know who he's fighting? Who he's fighting? He's not fighting a boxer. He's, <laughs> he's fighting a, another one. Former UFC champ, Victor Belfort. He's fighting an MMA fighter, UFC fighter. He's not even going after a boxer. What the hell, dude? 
Oxley Hoya will return to compete in the boxing ring for the first time in nearly 13 years this summer, an exhibition match against former UFC champion Victor Belfort. Um, the match is set for September 18th and uh, in 12 uh, in 12-ounce gloves and is likely to take place in Las Vegas. Uh, it will reportedly be part of a thriller exhibition event. De La Hoya is 48, last competed in December of 08, and a, and a loss to Manny Pacquiao. He announced his retirement four months later. Uh, this past March, he said he was planning to fight again and said he would do it at a July 3rd thriller fight event. Uh, at the time, he eyed Floyd Mayweather as his appoint, opponent. He would be a, it would be a rematch of the 2007 split decision with Mayweather. Dale Hoyer said, uh, said late last year he was planning to return. He spent his retirement as one of he spent his time as one of the boxing's biggest promoters. Uh, Belfort, 44, last fought in the UFC in 2018 and lost to Lyoto Mashida. He last uh, he said last month he was interested in fighting the boxing superstar and won and won the only boxing match he partook in with a knockout of Joe Jose Mario Neves in April 06. If this is not a mockery of boxing. All these different exhibitions, though, so you 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 well, you're a diehard boxing fan. You're a historian. Yeah, I'm gonna start yeah. with you first. What do you think? It's it's definitely a mockery, you know. Um, but there's a chance that De La Hoya can get beat. He can be beat mm. because um, look at um Julio Cesar um Cesar Chavez. I'm saying botching up his name, fighting um um. Anderson Silva, Sylvia Anderson um, versus Anderson, right. and um, people mm-hmm. didn't think that Anderson would stand a chance against um, Chavez Jr., but he did, and he won. <laughs> he beat him. That's right. an embarrassment to Chavez. Right. That's an embarrassment to him. His father is a legend out there. You, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. sure his father shook his head and slapped his head, you know, on his head, and just abandoned his son in the ring, probably. <laughs> that he lost against, right. you know, a UFC um, fighter. And, and he's been training right. all his life as a boxer. So if, you know, De La Hoya don't take it serious, that could be the same result to him. <laughs> he better mm-hmm. take it serious. You know, but it mm-hmm. is a mockery, and I'm getting tired of this. You know, if they want to fight, fight another boxer. What are you fighting, you know, somebody who's not a true boxer? But an mm. uh, MMA fighter. How about you know? Let's reverse it. How about a boxer get in the um, octagon and fight a UFC fighter in their ring? Ooh. See how you uh, Yeah. You know what? Flip the script on that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Train, train for a few months as a MMA fighter, UFC fighter, and go in the octagon. Switch it up again. Shake it up again. Let's just see what happens with that. That is not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea. Put a little spin on something. I kind of I dig that. I kind of do dig that. That's kind of that's cool. I dig that. Um, at the end of the day, like I said, it's just because Dana Holy originally said he's gonna come back back. So I don't know if he's gonna come back back after this, depending on how he feels in this fight in September. If he's gonna go through with it or if he's gonna back out of it, who knows? But. Um, at the end of the day, we gotta look at it like this. Let's not try to take. You gotta take all these little boxing matches with a grain of salt. 
and take it for what it is, entertainment. That's all it is, is entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. that, that's just pretty much what it is. None of these guys are really going after the young lions out there who are hungry to get a, a title shot. You know what I mean? Um, so they they stay they stand within their realms. I'm excluding Tyson out of this, by the way. Um, Floyd, Oscar, the Logan, the Paul brothers. They stand in their little world, their little realm, and just just doing a little gimmick gimmick shit because it's hot right now. It's 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 the it's the end thing. It's, it's it's garnishing attention, and it's working, and it's and, it's and they're making working. a whole lot of money. And um, I would not. Yeah, it's working. It's it's what's in right now. You know what I mean? It's just it's the end thing. It's like another version of a celebrity boxing type thing. You know what I mean? I'm just. Because um, that's what you pretty much have. Yeah, I, I just want to see if you know, like Floyd Mayweather. He's going against easy fights. You know, again, go up against people that you have defeated that one time. Give them that rematch. Let them fight you again. Mm-hmm. Give them that rematch. Mm-hmm. Fight them, a true boxer. Mm-hmm. But he's not going to mm-hmm. fight Manny Pacquiao again. No, he's not going to do that because that's a threat to him. Mm-hmm. There's a possibility I, he can lose. I would like to see him and, and De La Hoya go at it. You know, um, exhibition, okay. two former, do that. Like something, that that would not be, because at least they're two ex-boxers. It's not like a boxer and a photographer or a boxer, you know what I mean, and, and, and you know, a uh, trash man, a boxer and a mailman. It's literally like two boxers. Mm. Who, I, I don't you see De La Hoya like, have it again. I don't see him have it like that again. Mayweather still got it. Um, you know, he can still get in there because he never stopped training. He always in the gym training. Um, I don't think De La Hoya has it like that anymore. You know, from watching his last um, fight, it's like he didn't look – he definitely wasn't the old old Oscar De La Hoya that I, I've known to watch him in, you know, the years of him boxing. But I don't think well, he have it again. So I wouldn't really want to see that happening. I want to see him and 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 uh, Manny Pacquiao again. No, then, then, then you then you really then you really want his ass with. Listen, at the end of the day, there you uh, go. <laughs> but then the, I, I still think he does because first of all, we don't know what Oscar was doing or not training or not. We we don't know for sure. We we're not with him and. Quite a set. Floyd just started training, barely trained for this bullshit fight he had with Logan Paul. And if that's what, if that's the display that he's going to give up Logan Paul, go throw De La Hoya in there because he should have dropped that clown. I'm telling you, that he Logan, that that Logan that Paul, that Logan Paul, that was a, a, a gimmick. Like I said, that was, you know, allegedly he betted on himself. So to make that money. He probably betted that he can that you know this will go eight rounds and blah 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 and so um, I think that he technically if he wanted to he could have got rid of Logan um, in the early rounds if he wanted to. He should well probably and he should have I you know what I mean but like I said it would be get a Pacquiao de la Hoya de la Hoya Pacquiao um, or Pacquiao de la, some or Pacquiao and Mayweather, Mayweather something. Better than this, mm-hmm. I rather see that better than better than better than seeing a lopsided athlete who like it's just. But 
at the end of the day, people are buying the scene and they're making money hand over fist. So it's 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 a market out there and people are interested in seeing it. They're getting asses in the seats. You know, it might not be a lot of asses in the seats, but they're getting asses in the seats and they're getting paid a lot of money. So there's a you know, there's an avenue out there for people to, to who wanna see this. But I think they'll make a lot more if they do exhibition. At least like I said, a little tournament, a little round robin tournament with ex champions. Like which I said, they supposed to have a league like that. They tight to try to do a league with just a little exhibition with former champs to get in good shape and do like three or four rounds or whatever and just something that way with legit boxers, former boxers. Not like I said, people who just like I could box because I'll, I'll box in my local YMCA. No, 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 fuck that. No, we're talking about legit athletes, boxers, something like that. That'll be kind of cool. Um, and do something like that than this. But as long as it's garnishing money, people are going to uh, like it and accept it every time it comes out. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah. Um, going to our first music break. When we come back, we've uh, got some more stuff to get into. Uh, top of the second hour, 6 o'clock, got Dre Bell calling in. Um, all that, stick around. NYPA Entertainment Radio. The mirror's image tells me it's home time, but I'm not finished. Cause you're not by my side. And as I arrived, I thought I saw you leaving, carrying your shoes. Just like the once again, I was just dreaming of opening season. Now it's three in the morning, and I'm trying to change your mind. Left you multiple miscalls and
And we gon' live it up So give me the green light Cause I'm ready to go
song that he had that everybody, you know, was going that Superman, that whatever, you know what I mean. But yesterday battle was, was like horrible. And to bring out uh, little Romeo, it's like I thought Romeo and Bow Wow weren't talking to each other. But they did a song together, you know, um, for last night. I mean, this event was so bad that it shouldn't have never taken place. They shouldn't have never put these two together. They should have went on and put somebody else that got hits out there. How many hits do these guys got? How many? Mm-hmm. I, I can't even I'll name any other song. I can't even name any other song that um that this dude um Soldier Boy has other than that one song. Bow Wow, maybe a couple of songs, and after that, I don't know anymore. But they should have put other legends out there. These guys, to me, they're not legends at all. <laughs> to me, they would never be legends. But to put these two together out there, this was the corniest verses ever. In my opinion, the corniest. They should never do this again. <laughs> they should put somebody out there that is worthwhile watching and listening. You see, this is what happens when Swiss Beats and Timberland gave their rights up, and they, they, mm-hmm. and they sold the, and they sold the rights to Versus. I said it a thousand times on this show, hundreds of times, even thousands how to format the show, how to do this. Now it's gimmicky, now it's stupid. Versus, you verse against people. You catalogs don't have live performances. That's, that, that's what ruins it, in my opinion. Go song for song. Have people vote on it. That's how you should do it. Bow Wow Soldier Boy should never happen at all. Um, neither one of them. But in their, in their day, I guess, they, they got core, hardcore fans who liked it, and the, apparently they didn't watch it last night. From what I'm hearing from you, um, it, 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 this it, it's to me it's like you 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 need something right now. We got to fill in something for the month of June. You know what I mean? We got to put right. something in here for June. So let's just grab this guy and this guy because other people are unavailable. You know what I mean? So right now let's just fill in whatever. They should never been a part of it. They should not been a part of it whatsoever. Never. Neither one of Never. them. It's just it's corny. It's just, I, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't even know, quite frankly, that they were doing it last night. I, I just didn't even know. Now, normally, which is crazy, I would get like a versus alert, like when the versus show starts. I didn't get one for this one, which is interesting. Which is very interesting because that's how yeah. how much of a hot garbage because it was. Corny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just yeah. Yeah. Please. Uh, they, they they really need to get it together on that one. They need to, they need to apologize to the public for wasting their Saturday nights uh, watching that hot garbage and listening to it. Um, you need to apologize, and if it was, and if they pay for it, give them their money back, which I doubt. But you need to apologize to the people who spent Saturday night watching that hot garbage. How dare how shame on you versus and Triller Thriller whatever to whoever bought that company. Shame on you. And shame like on that. you, Bow Wow and, and Soulja Boy and Romeo. Shame on all three of you for having a lack of talent. Yeah. Shame. My, my shame, thing shame, is, shame, shame. Anytime when they give up a right, when it was hot, when it's going hot, it always goes bad. I mean, 
in living color. That's a prime example. When uh, the Wayans brothers was in control of it, it was the mm-hmm. hottest thing out there. But then mm-hmm. when they took over the show because they didn't believe in it at first, and it became hot mm-hmm. and they want to whitewash it, mm-hmm. and what happened to it? Yeah, what happened point. to it? It fell off the map. Mm-hmm. Chappelle's show, <laughs> he had to walk away because they took away his creative right. It was going to fall off if they, right. you know, did it the way they wanted to do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's true. It's true. That is true. Um, yeah, they, they got to get the, the verses. They got to, yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't even know that happened last night. I, I forgot all about it. I didn't didn't even know. Uh, I'm good, glad I missed good. that thing. <laughs> I'm glad I missed that thing. Uh, we'll move on. Uh, Trick Daddy catches heat for saying Beyonce can't sing and this is Jay-Z. We're not sure what's going on with Trick Daddy, but he couldn't, he couldn't have been worried about the beehive and when in one breath he said Beyonce can't sing and that Jay-Z was handed the crown as the king of New York after Biggie died. It's unclear what was said before the audio was recorded of Trick Daddy dissing the king and queen of hip-hop, but Trick can be heard saying Beyonce F, her, F with her because she see money, said Trick, comparing Beyonce to another artist. Beyonce ain't trying to give back to the music or nothing. Beyonce don't write music and barely can sing her mother F himself. That trick as other people who can can uh, others other people can be heard agreeing with the Miami rapper. Trick says his godmama trained Beyonce on how to sing, and then there was this statement: Beyonce is is too R and B, or Jay Z is too New York. That's why they together, Jay Z ain't never won the greatest rapper alive. Whoever put him on a level like that. Finally, Trick says the only reason Jay got the King of New York title is that. New York needed a hero, quote a hero after Biggie died. We don't know why Trick decided to come out, come to come for the Carters, but we're sure the Beehive will do their thing uh, to come after him next. So a lot to unpack here, Zoe. We'll start with you now. Yeah. Go ahead. You know, um, <clears throat> I, we I, I believe we said it on this show um, many times in the past that um, Beyonce is a great entertainer, but she ain't the greatest singer. She's better than mm-hmm. a lot of people singing out there that, that today. She's better than a lot of them that's out today that's singing. But she, to us, she's not the greatest singer. She's a great entertainer. Now, mm-hmm. as far as, you know, Jay-Z is the king of hip-hop, you know, he's still making hits out there. How do we crown Biggie as the king of hip-hop when he only came out with two albums? Mm-hmm. He only came mm-hmm. out with two albums. How do you crown him as the king? You know, that's mm-hmm. a slap in the face to all the rappers in the past that should have been mm-hmm. labeled that or could have been labeled mm-hmm. that. Rock him. Mm-hmm. Why not label him as the king of hip-hop? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Curious one. Why not crown him? Mm-hmm. Any others that's out there? You know, how mm-hmm. does it that he becomes the king of New York? Uh, I mm-hmm. the way I said hip hop before, but the king of New York. How do we crown mm-hmm. crown him as the king of of New York? He only came out mm-hmm. with two albums. Mm-hmm. Are they going by record sales? Mm-hmm. Is that what they're going by? I don't know. I um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm still trying to figure that one out. He's he was great. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Biggie wasn't great. He was great. Yes. 
but I can't give him the title as the king of hip hop, and then Jay Z took it from him. Nah, I, I can't, I can't see that. You know, Jay Z's still coming out with hits. You know, he's not the same type of rapper that he was in the past. You know, he's older and he's changed up his flows, and you know, but he's still making hits. Still relevant. Oh. Uh... Well, well, I'm gonna start with with the trick that about the Beyonce thing. You know, she, she Beyonce sings. She don't like I said. She don't sing. She can hold a note. She's entertaining, very talented, but she don't sing. Aretha sang. Patty sang. Whitney sang. They can sing. Because um, it's hard to sing and dance at the same time. By the way, I'm just putting that out there for everybody. Um, she's a great can't entertainer. Do it. Can't do it. Adele. Adele sings. She sang. Like it's, you know what I mean. Um, she's talented. She got. She got. She can hold a note. She's not horrible. Um, right. I'm not going to say she can't, but she can. She can sing. She can hold a note and and, and do a nice right. little ballad and and so forth. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to trash her like that because she can. Is she the greatest singer of all time? No, one up. No, not at all. She's a great one of the greatest entertainers. Yes, right. indeed. Entertainer. Entertainer. Yes. She's not a a bona fide hell. Uh, I, I could put at least twenty singers ahead of her, if not more. But she's a great mm-hmm. entertainer. She's one of she found her niche and she got and she's there. She's on the top of the mountain looking down. So yeah, I give her I give give her that credit. And and and, and, and at the end of the day, so I, I you know I don't think she fought out camp, but she can hold a note. Um, in terms of Jay Z being the king of New York uh, or whatever, because Biggie died, whatever. I, I've heard the story plenty of times before. You know, um, it's no. Listen, this whole moniker of calling someone the greatest or someone calling themselves the king or whatever, it, it just, it's pure entertainment. It's, it's just get the tongues wagging or whatever. There's no, like you said, you have to go all the way back. And if you want to crown somebody king of New York or you say king, you say hip-hop king of New York, you know, you want to go way back. You, you, can, you can go with the original kings. You can go, you know what I mean, the original kings of hip-hop. You can run DMC or before that, L.O. Cooley, Big Daddy King. Um, he mm-hmm. said, "Rock him," and on and on and on. Um, what JD did was find his. He found that opening at that time, you know. But you know, he, he found that opening it. where it's just wide open, and he he, he sees the day. So everybody, oh, what about Nas? At the time, the rumor in your window was going around when Biggie was killed. Uh, was everybody thought Nas was going to take over, but Nas was on some other shit. He was dealing with personal stuff, from, you know, his mom and everything. But JT in that open market, it was like, it's wide open. I'm going to saturate it with myself. And he did, and it worked out. Um, and I agree with Zoe. You know, Biggie's one of the best of all time. He's not the best. He already did come out with two albums, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Um, because of because of him being killed. Um and and he only, and people forgot that he got two albums and a lot of mixtapes and, and and other singles and tracks here and there. Um, but at the time he was he was the top dog in hip hop on the East and in New York. And that you know when that void was there, Jay Z was like, "Hey, I'm gonna fill that void and never look back." And um, but at the end of the day, there is no real true king of, quote-unquote, king of New York, king of hip-hop, because there's a lot of great entertainers, male and female alike, that should get that crown. Whether it's king or queen, male and female alike, 
You know what I mean? Legends and icons alike. So everyone's opinion, you know, and um, that's it. I don't think people should be upset with him, with his opinion. That's his opinion that she can't change. That's his opinion. And he's not the only one. I've heard a lot of people say that. Then some people are against it. I don't see what the big deal is. Right. That's his opinion. If he if he thinks he can't sing, then that's on him. That's what he says. He got the right to say that. Like we got the right to say our opinions. He got the right to feel that way. It wasn't personal. He just like this is how I feel. And then I did hear though that the quote unquote beehive was like fucking with his uh, restaurant ratings and putting in like uh, bad reviews and coming after him online, and I'm like, because he had an opinion that you didn't like, really? How old are we around here? Let him have his opinion. It's not going to affect her money. I'm sure she don't care. Let him say it. Not going to affect her money. No, not at all. Because he said that that's going to affect his money. You know what? And it it shouldn't have. And it shouldn't affect his money because that's that's simply that man's opinion at the end of the day, which is just like stupid that they're doing all that. You know what I mean? Right. But it just everybody got an opinion. You ain't gotta like the opinion. Um, but that's his opinion. If you think the man can't sing, I mean woman can't sing, woman can't sing, shit. I I've I've heard harsher criticisms about her, so leave it at that. But I'm gonna stay with Jay Z for a minute, that I got two party here. Uh Jay Z sues Damon Dash to stop NFT sale of debut album Reasonable Doubt. The trainers of Jay-Z alleged that Damon Dash was trying to sell the album as an NFT without permission. Um, uh, Jay-Z alleging his his, uh, former Rockefeller Records co-founder is trying to steal and sell the copyright to Jay-Z's debut album Reasonable Doubt. Attorneys for Jay alleged that that, uh, Dash was trying to sell the album as NFT, a non-fusionable digital token, which is currently a big deal on the art market without permission. The 1996 record launched Jay-Z's career and went on to sell over a million copies. Uh, in the new paperwork filed late Friday in New York's Southern District Court, uh, lawyers for J-State uh, Dash had planned to sell at a Super Farm um, Foundation online auction on June 23rd. The copyrights to Jay-Z's album, Reasonable Doubt, recognized one of the greatest Recordings in history. The auction was canceled, and Dash is frantically scouting for another venue to make the sale. The sale of this irreplaceable asset must be stopped before it's too late, and Dash must be held accountable for his theft. Unquote. The paperwork explains that Jay and Rockefeller co-founders Dash and Cream Burke uh, each own one third of the shares in in the record label and in his 1996 album, Reasonable Doubt. It alleges that. Dash saw an opportunity in the fast-emerging NFT market and, quote, sought to cash in by by auctioning the copyright to Reasonable Doubt as an NFT. Jay believes Dash has already minted the album as an NFT and intends to sell it as soon as possible. Um, but not too long right after that, Jay-Z jumps on it, and he himself sells it. So Jay-Z sells reasonable doubt. He jumps on it, sees what happens. So he's like, okay, I'm, I, you want to do this? I'm going to do it myself. So Jay-Z knew how to take a dig at Dean Dash. So days after he sued his ex-business partner for allegedly trying to sell reasonable doubt as a non-fungible token, 
the Can I Live rapper is auctioning off the album's NFT to celebrate its 25th anniversary. The 51-year-old has teamed up with Brooklyn-based multidisciplinary artist Derek Adams to create an animated digital artwork um, in a piece which is called Heir to the Throne has been put on auction at Sotheby's. The bidding for Reasonable Doubt NFT starts at 1000 and auction will close on Friday, July 2nd. A portion of the proceeds from the auction reportedly will benefit Jay-Z's, the Sean Carter Foundation, and the support its mission to end socioeconomic hardships for people nationwide. Speaking, of, speaking about the NFT, Derek told Southersby, over the years, Jay-Z has collected and supported my work, and so this collaboration is particularly fulfilling. With the NFT project, we jointly embrace the opportunity to further the conversation about how artists is different, of different mediums uh, contribute to a more inclusive society. DC's album Reasonable Doubt changed hip-hop game 25 years ago and continues to influence so many of us. It tells the story of someone from Brooklyn occupying an urban space, a place that is as central to my own work as it is to his. The artists continue, my portraits aim to capture the sensibility, optimism, and beauty of urban life, and in Jay-Z's work, I found tremendous kinship. So the news came days after Jay-Z filed a lawsuit. The 50-year-old record executive, uh, however, has shut down the allegations insisting that he was trying to sell his share of the record label. Dame has offered his clarification. They just said that I tried to sell an NFT of reasonable doubt, and it's not true. I'm not running around to different places trying to auction off reasonable doubt. I've been working with one platform, and that's Super Farm, he told Page Six. And the thing is, I own a third of Rockefeller Records, and I can sell my third if I feel like it. What do you think, Zell? Dame Dash that he owns a third of it? Yep, owns a third of Rockefeller and owns a third of Reasonable Doubt. Hmm. I thought that he sold it all, and Jay-Z bought, you know, was the sole owner of it at, at that point. Now, I didn't know that he still had a third of it. That's what he said. Yeah, that's that's interesting. But, um, I mean, if he, you know, owns a third of that, you know, of reasonable doubt, then he should get a cut from it. You know, that's my mm-hmm. opinion on it. But he can't get 100%, you know, the purse of it. He can't do that. And Dame know that. Dame is a businessman. He knows that. You know, but yeah. by the way, uh, reasonable, about, reasonable Doubt album was a great album. <laughs> still is. You know, I can still listen to that yeah. album. Um, but, yeah, one of, one of the best. Yeah, yeah. Um, he... He he knows better than that Dame Dash. Um, you know he more than likely is pressuring for money right now. Um, Dame Dash. Um, I know that he still believed that you know he was that J and M did him dirty in the industry um, to leave him out of everything and look at where Jay is now and look at where Dame is is now. You know, making a lot of the underground movies um, from him allegedly pulling out one tooth for the movie, which I don't understand why he would have done that, but, you know, pulling out a tooth allegedly for a movie scene instead of, you know, putting something in it to make it look like he's, but hey, that's on them. 
they need to work it out between those two. Um, hopefully sometime down in the future that they can shake hands and be cool again. Um, but right now, there's a bad feud between, you know, these two um, guys that once were business partners. But the third, I didn't know that he still had a third. I, I assume, you know, from the conversation in the past that he sold it all, sold the rights to everything. Jay and everybody sold the rights, and Jay in return bought everything back. So if he still owned the third, then he's entitled to, you know, his, his, his share. Well, the, the one uh, well, the thing about the, the NFT of Reasonable Doubt is that if each member, each owner um, of the album itself, I don't know about the company, but the album itself, I would think you have to get permission from both. If a third party, if the three of the business partners say, I want to sell it, if, let's just say he's trying to, you have to get permission from Jay and Kareem, like, all right, well, of course, we get our cut if he's going behind his back. If he's doing his one-third, whether it's the company or reasonable doubt, his portion of it, I don't know how that even works, quite frankly, or mm-hmm. either front. I have no idea how that works. Like I said, I thought I don't know about the Rockefeller part, and you know, because I thought it was long gone also. But at least with the reasonable doubt, I don't know how how you how do you like slice a one-third of an album? I mean, I don't understand that that part. Um, you know, well, you get one-third of reasonable doubt. I didn't make any sense to me anyway. Um, but I would think. Well, if, I guess it would be that, you know how much they make out of it. You know, whatever they you know make out of it, then I guess they was split it. I don't know who gets the boat. I, I don't know, but that yeah, that but that's Jake, the thing. But right? again, I I don't know. It, it I don't know. It depends who has the higher percentage. It, you know, we we we're assuming Jake is the artist. We don't know. I, I would believe that he would have the higher percentage. Possibly, we assuming possibly. I don't, I don't know, um, but I would think if you going, I don't know how you like you sell one third of something that of an album or the name of it. Or something, I, I don't know. Well, I at least give a permission, a heads up, like I'm trying to do this. I don't know. It's, it's all kind of confusing to me because I didn't know that neither one of them, Cream or Dash, had any stake in anything Rockefeller wise or Reasonable Doubt wise to this day. I thought maybe he bought them out. Whatever I don't know, yeah, so that's kind of that's kind of very very interesting. That's very interesting. I'm sure there's more to this behind the scenes um, that we'll maybe one day we'll find out the, the nitty gritty of it all. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. I thought everything was was done company wise. I didn't know anything about reasonable doubt either. I didn't know they, you know. Still has stake in it. I know they put. Um, yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, uh-uh. did not even know that. I know that. Um, it's interesting. The only thing I know about Reasonable Doubt was that Nas got a piece of that. So, because of his, because of uh, the sample, that's the only right. thing I know knew that Nas Nas actually owned a piece of that because of because of the sample they bought it. And I read the one on the show with Search said so. The only thing I know in terms of reasonable doubt and anything dealing with that, uh, Nas has a piece of that catalog, you know, or the album, whatever. But yeah, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. Now I don't like. <laughs> you make it sound like Dave is like mopping floors at a high school gym. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not hurting. He's not hurting. He's still doing better. He's still doing better than well, he, he, he is, but he's not. Like he, he's, he's not. Running. 
he's not where he once was when the whole Rockefeller empire was still around and going there. He was flashing, talking about, I, I only wear socks once, you know, um, you know, that type that of person, thing. you know? Yeah. Yeah. He's not at that level anymore, but he's not hurting. No, 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 him, no. Yeah, once he, where he was, he's hurting because he's not at the level that he was, but he's not hurting on our level. Well, the thing is, I'm going to say this real quick. We got a guest calling in. I'm going to say this real quick. He's not where he, in my opinion, I think where Jay is, but, and he never, and, and I think, like I said, I've seen him in Louis. He's not in front of front of stuff, but he got a lot of stuff going on. I think he's not where, yeah. in my opinion, I don't know him, where he thinks he should be, like where Jay is. I think that's where he should be at. You know what I mean? I think he, that's just my opinion. You know what I mean? But but how you said it, though, is like he just, can I get a second chip here, boss? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't see that bad. Listen, if he was, if 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 he and Jay and all, he would be happy to get back on that level that he once was. I, but I'm sure. Again, I'm sure so. He's not there like he was. I mean, again, he's not hurting. So I just want to clear that up with everybody. He's not broke, but he's not. <laughs> he's not Jay. Yeah. He's not Jay. Yeah, okay. All right, so we got a guest calling in. the Rockefeller thing. <laughs> right. Uh, caller, you on the air, NYPA Entertainment Radio. Hey, how are you? Hey, how's it going? Hey, what's going on, Dre? How are you? Hey, how you doing, Kyle? How both of y'all feel today? We doing good. good, man. Thanks for calling in. Thank you for having me once again. Yeah, like I said, uh, you know, uh, off air we had a long, we had a conversation, and uh, I wanted to bring you back to the platform because you wanted to, uh, you know, emphasize on why, you know, why do guys to track where it came from and the feedback you were getting, what you was telling me, and I wanted to get you back on the platform. So, you know, because it was kind of like delayed in between with the questions and everything. So, I wanted to give you, you know, that chance to come back on, and we'll do it right this time. <laughs> Thanks again. I really appreciate it. No problem. Um, so why do guys explain everything, where it came from, what's your message for it, and the feedback you were getting for the track? Well, I used to produce R&B and hip-hop for years. I worked um, with some with a company in Atlanta, and um, after I felt that that season was over, I started working on gospel music but from the perspective of me writing and producing my own album and just having different singers in the genre sing the songs, because, again, I can't sing, but I, I know how to fix my voice on auto-tune. So I might mm-hmm. sing you. Trust me, that's my production skills, not my vocal skills. Right. <laughs> so um, right. if you really knew how many singers can't sing and you think oh, they're know. great, yeah, your record is great. But it's the producer engineer behind them that's really great. Right. So We know there's a lot of singers that can't that sing. Because Kyle and I have been backstage uh, with a lot of these artists, and we heard them rehearsing that they cannot sing. <laughs> so we yeah. know. Trust me, is, I'm not going to say her name, but there's a star right now on the TV show, and I love her. She's one of the R&B queens. She's great at emotion, but singing is is 
is a number four, number five. But emotionally mm-hmm. making you feel the song, that's what she's great at. So a lot of times right. these always get where they get because they know how to deliver a song. They know how to make you cry with them. They know how to make you laugh when it's time to laugh. But the keeping the notes, nah, that's a whole other thing. That's why they yeah. didn't smell down. Yeah. And all yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So and that's why they can never sing live. Yeah, you'll, you'll probably never hear me. The three songs I'm singing, you'll probably never hear none of them live. Will the record be hot? Yep. But will you sing it live? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Um, they be like, hold up. Hold up. Um, why is mouth not moving at the same time as the song? Oh, because he ain't. <laughs> listen, listen, you got to know what you do well. God bless me to write and produce. I can hear music before it's done. I can hear lyrics. But can I mm. sing it well? Absolutely not. That was not one of the gifts given to me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um, why do so that? What happened? Who came up with the concept? Mm-hmm. So, I want to say it was a not a mistake to God, but a mistake to me. I didn't know it. I went to the studio one night, and one of the engineer, his name is Jay Alexander, he's trying to become a producer. So I'm mentoring him, teaching him how to form songs, create songs, what's good, what isn't good, what to listen out for. So one night he played something for me. Yes, we always play something for me. And this particular time, sometimes I hear music. Like, you hear music. You hear the music. I don't. The music translates into words. And as he played this, the riff just translated into words. And the first six lines of the song just spoke to me. I didn't even mm-hmm. write it. It just came out like waves from the music. So right. afterwards, we worked on my gospel song, whatever it was, and I went to work the next day, and I was sitting at my desk, and I really felt in my spirit called, it's a lady named Michelle Austin, and she has a women's right organization called Heal and Rebuild Unbreakable Spirit. And I know about her organization, and I know about the work she does, but if I don't hear that she's doing something, I don't think about it. But this day, I felt the spirit God said to me, call Michelle Austin, finish that song, give her the song, and let it help women's rights. And that's what I did. I called her up. We talked for 30 minutes. She didn't even know I produced music or write. She had no clue. And mm-hmm. she said to me, this is amazing because I knew something was about to happen because things don't look good right now. But I didn't know what it was, and I told her. So to speed it up, then I start thinking purposely. Now I'm writing the second verse purposely. I'm thinking about what great singer can sing it. And a few singers came across my mind, but the one that sat in my mental lap was Rosie Bond. She's a great singer. I've known her for years. I can call her at any time and say, hey, Rosie, check this out. So I sent it to her, and she said, it's great. She told me her numbers, and we took it from there. And since the last time you've talked to me, Sony Orchard mm-hmm. has picked up the song. No longer is it out just on my label. Now I'm distributed through Sony because they heard the song wow. and they loved it. Okay. That's awesome. That Excellent. is awesome. Excellent. That is awesome. Um, 
Now, why do you guys, you was telling me you was getting, like, mixed feedback. Like, the women, yeah, and some of the guys were kind of saying, you know, there's kind of not getting what the message you're trying to get across. Yeah, one one radio station was playing the song, and it was a, a, a DJ team like, like y'all two, but one was a girl, one was a guy. And the guy was like, well, you know, people only do to you what you let them, and people only hurt you when you let them. And that's not the mm-hmm. case because sometimes you could be hurting someone and they don't know that they're hurt until it shows up and shows itself. So, for example, let's take let's take a couple. You got a, a woman and a guy. I'm going to switch it around so men won't think I'm really talking about them. So let's just say a girl is out and she's married. And she sees three guys somewhere. They start talking to her. She goes out to dinner, blah, 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 leads to other things. He doesn't know it, but at that moment, he's being hurt. So how can you right. say people, you only do what people allow you? No, that's not true. You can be hurt and not know it. So now that that's put out there in the open, no one can use an excuse. You only let people do what they only get away with what you let them. That's only true to a point. But the other point is people can hurt you because they can see your vulnerability. You can grow up without a dad or without a mom. You can have certain things in your life that you haven't experienced, but they're experienced enough to know it and take advantage of you. So mm-hmm. the song is just basically about men. Our role is to be the head of the house, to be the leader. Some men think we're supposed to lead. Come here, do what I say. Cook my dinner. Do this and do that. No, it means we're supposed to protect. So we're supposed to protect mm-hmm. them, women, mothers, daughters, nieces. That means we're supposed to treat them right and take advantage of God putting us as the head, not walk around like we're the boss because we're the head. Because when you are the head, that means you're going to have to answer first for everything that happens. Right, mm-hmm. right. But what do you say about the women who, you know, say they want men to be the head of the household, but then they don't give them that opportunity to become a head of the household? I'll say this. Two reasons, I'm only speaking on two reasons. Some women might not know how because they always were put in the place of being ahead because, again, some men, listen, you from where I'm from. Most mm-hmm. of us don't know our mm-hmm. dad. or about y'all. Right. And I don't know right. his mm-hmm. name. But I know some people say he's built like me, thin and tall. That's the only thing I mm-hmm. need to have in common. That being said, our mothers in our culture had to be mothers and take the role of a dad. So a lot right. of times when mm-hmm. they take that role, they don't know how to switch it right off. So we have to be patient enough to let them. Now, there are some that enjoy that leadership, and they don't want to switch it off. They just want the perks that come with a man, but not for them to get in their right role. There's roles. Right. I have a role right. for that. Women grow from God. But sometimes we have to understand we have to be patient because it's not that they don't want to, they don't know how. So we have to love them into a place to let them see, yes, I can let it go now. Yes, I can drop my guard now. Yes, I can allow someone to show me, treat me this way, do this and do that, mm-hmm. because they've been doing it their life. And if you go back yeah. to slavery, when families were together, one thing women always did was always tell up their man. Always. That only broke when our families was tore apart. 
So it's right. not that women aren't strong. It's that their strength was directed into the wrong place because men have gotten out of their place. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is true, and I agree with that. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I hear that mm-hmm. time and time again. You know, I'm, I, I was taught to always be, you know, the head of the household, you know, to be the leader. You know, I was always taught to be that. But I've hear from, you know, other friends of mine who say that they've been in a relationship and, you know, they were taught to be, you know, that leader as well. And then the woman that they get involved with, they would tell them that, hey, you know what, this is the type of male I want. I want somebody who can take control, takes charge of things. But then when they get together and that person take control or take charge, it becomes a conflict with them, you know, because all her life she's been the alpha. Right. He's been the alpha. Two alphas button mm-hmm. heads. That creates a problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What I'll say to that is, okay, you have two alphas. All right, let's 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 go in the jungle. Let's take two alpha alpha lines that both have been winning every battle they step into. Now you got right. two alphas about to butt heads. It's going to be blood unless mm-hmm. you find one alpha that uses wisdom. See, that's what we take out of this equation. If I'm an alpha mm-hmm. and I start using wisdom and I learn that a soft answer turn away wrath, but a hard answer draws problems and troubles, now you got two alphas, but the one alpha that's using wisdom is going to get a better result. If I need something from you and I say, hey, Kyle, where my stuff at? Give it to me. You're going to be defensive. Right. Like, who is this you talking to? But if I say, right. mm-hmm. because you're an alpha, so am I. But if I say, hey, bro, hey, you know, I forgot to get my stuff from you. Do you mind grabbing it for me? You can make right. man, my fault. I got it. Am I less of mm-hmm. an alpha because I use wisdom to talk to you with respect? Or am I more of an alpha right. because I came to you right? And you're more of an alpha because you responded and did it right. So right. It, it comes into wisdom, not just alpha on alpha. Right. And if we're the leaders, we have to know to use wisdom because women mm-hmm. are emotional. So you have to make sure that you don't fight her emotion. Mm-hmm. Right. Interesting. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, for so now, uh, in terms of why do guys can they go back? Where can they go now? Is the same place they go? They always download, or they go through Sony? Where, where can they get Why Do Guys? Well, if they type in Why Do Guys and then put my name mm-hmm. Dre Bell D R I B E L L, it'll come up all over. It's on everything: Apple Music, iTunes, even on TikTok. Um, and there's a lyric video out now. So what I would ask everyone: It's important that we get the word out that the song exists. You can have a great song, but if no one knows that it exists, it's a great song in the closet. So in right. order for this song to heal people, in order for this song to help people, I need all the women and men on this line to tell somebody, Why Do Guys by Dre Bell, D-R-A-Y-B-E-L-L. Look at the lyric video, download it, stream it, all that, because the more people know about it, then it will take off like it ought to. And we're also giving 20% of all proceeds that the song ever makes for the lifetime of the song to the Women's Rights Organization, Heal and Rebuild Unbreakable Spirit, 
We don't want to talk Excellent. about it and not support women financially also. Excellent. Right. Um, yeah, we will definitely promote promote that song right here on NYPA Entertainment Radio. Um, yeah, it will definitely be promoted here, so the word will definitely get out. Exactly. Yep. And again, Indeed. I'm forum. I appreciate y'all taking your time to let me come on and tell the story about the song. But uh, thank you that you, as men, are doing what we ought to do to get out what needs to be said that other men are saying, that we stand up right. for right. our sisters. We stand up mm-hmm. for our mothers. You got a mother. You got a sister. You got a niece. And if you walk yeah. down the street and saw a guy fussing around, pushing on the street, and you, that's not how you grew up. No. Right. No. So why do God do that? That's a question we need to ask. That's true. Um, Drake, definitely, we, we thank you a lot for circling back and coming, being back on the show and everything and taking your time out. Alonzo uh, and I really do appreciate it. Uh, any other time, like I said, come back on. We just want to chop it up. Any other music you want to drop, just let us know. We'd love to have you back on. Thank you so much. When I drop my next single under my album, Out of Darkness, I will most certainly let you know. Most definitely. Appreciate it, Dre. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you. Thank you, too. Have a good day. You too, uh, you too. All right. That was uh, writer, producer, Dre Bell. And uh, we're going to play Why Do Guys and come right back. NYPA Entertainment Radio. Not what he 
love and happiness. Yeah. Something that can make you do wrong, make you do right. Yeah. Love. NYP Entertainment Radio, Kyle Alonzo. Shout out to Dre Bell. Go check out what I do, guys. Download it. Spread the word. Let everybody know. It's a very poignant, deep song. need to check that out. Um, so, uh, we were talking about verses. Yep. And we legends and everybody should be whatever. Well, I got a legend 
who's not going who says they don't want to take parts of it. Not at all. So Mary J. Blige Graham shuts down. I mean Mary J. Blige shuts down idea of taking part in a versus battle. Blige remarked, "Pull put a full stop to rumors of a Tony Braxton face-off." Mary J. Blige rejected the idea of participating in a versus battle, saying, "I don't know what a versus would do for me." In a versus appearance, excuse me, on the sh- uh, on a radio show. Um, Blige laughed off the pro uh, laughed off the program's host when they told the uh, when they told the R&B singer an appearance on the popular virtual music battle series wouldn't be wouldn't be for her but an opportunity for her fans to celebrate her career and catalog. Uh, Blige added, "Right now, it's not something that's on the right right now. It's not something on top of my list." Um, fans took social media to express their disappointment and Blige's lack of interest, but also voiced their understanding. Um, earlier this month, Blash released the trailer for her forthcoming documentary, My Life, a film directed by Vanessa Roth that explores the success of Blige's 1994 album of the same name. Last month, Swiss Beats and Timberland dedicated their versus rematch to DMX and Lee of a duo were the first to go ahead to head on versus having created the program last March in response to the halt of live music performances due to the coronavirus. Um... You know what? I, she has that right. I guess it's just like I don't see what's in it. I don't, I'm not interested. Why bother? I, I think she down the line she might do it, but I think possibly on how it's displayed right now, I think it's a turnoff. You know what I mean? Right. It's, it's not what it was a year ago where technically originally it was like you have two artists, and you just split screen, and you're going song for song, talking about it, whatever. Now it's a big, huge performance. People coming on stage. People, you know what I mean? It just is not the same. Um, I would have, li- I would have loved to see her and Tony Braxton, you know, go back and forth. That's that's, that's an awesome verses. But he just seemed not interested in, in doing anything like that. What do you think? You know, I agree with you that, that, you know, that's her right to not be a part of it. Um, it would have been a nice battle to see between her and Tony Braxton. Don't get me wrong. I would have loved to have seen that. But, yeah, she does have every right to, um, you know, not, not do it. You know, this may be the wrong timing for her, you know, because she got so much, um, you know, going on for herself right now. So um, mm-hmm. maybe sometime, like you said, down the line, somewhere in the future, maybe she will um, take um, part in it. But right now, she has too much going on um, with her her life, her career right now to to probably take part in this. Tony Braxton, um, I don't know if she was willing to do it. Um, did it say anything that she was willing? I don't didn't hear if she was no, willing it would, to do it herself. No, nah, it would just it, it just more focused on Mary J. Blige. Um, shooting down the rumors of uh, her possibly doing a uh, versus with Tony Braxton. I uh, didn't say anything about Tony's reaction or if she wanted to do it. It was just more so her saying, "Nah, right. I'm not interested right now. I'm not interested." Um, well, right now she said that, but yeah, she got a lot going on. She got a TV show with uh, Power Book Two. Um, she got the documentary and probably other things and. And I understand, like she said, it's not priority right now. I got other things going on. I don't, I don't have time for that. Uh, so, like I right. said, hopefully I want to see I want to see that down the line that she does the verses. Uh, Tony Braxton, I think, would be awesome for her. 
Um, right. You know, I, mean, I don't know who's off the top of my head. But, yeah, both, both I think both were put on a great show, and, and uh, they both have deep catalogs, very talented women um, who can sing and, and the whole nine. So, yeah, that's kind of cool. That, that would have been cool to see the time to do it. But versus, gotta, versus, like I said, got to get their heads out their asses and get better and stop booking buffoonery shows like uh, uh, Soldier Boy and, and, and uh, Bow Wow. You got to come on. If you can't find nobody, you can't find nobody. And just wait until you find somebody that's actually entertaining and appealing. Regardless of the small group of fans, they had a chokehold on for, like, early to mid-2000. You know right. what I mean? So, yeah, so from what I understand from you, like I said, uh, like you said earlier, apparently no one was really watching or paying attention. Well, they didn't like it. They were watching, they didn't like it. So, you know. Uh, so what else you got? Um, I I was reading this article that was posted on on Jezebel. It was on social media, um, but it states that allegedly Wendy Williams had advised um, the brat hit on her, and the brat is having none of it. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Wendy Williams uh, getting absolutely unmis- un- unmistakably uh, can't show my face in the particular all ladies establishment. Um, um, shot down by the brat. Um, the <clears throat> um, the rapper shared somewhat um, testy exchange on the Wendy Williams show on Friday. She was there to promote her upcoming um, reality show, um, Brat Loves um, Judy, which will focus on Brat's relationship with entrepreneur Jessica Judy um, Dupar. Uh, before Brat's interview during the episode's um, Hot Topic segment, Williams suggested that the Brat had hit on her via text, calling her, in quote, hit game strong. Um, she was like, so what you doing? I'm like, the Brat, um, I'm, main, I'm, I'm minding my own business. Uh, what do you mean? Is you alone? kind of language is this issue alone <laughs> but anyway it, this is what it reads on it issue alone oh my gosh oh she tried it oh please I said look here um brat we are friends like I'm a girl who's your friend that's it um unquote the thing about telling stories about people who will share the screen with um you and menace is that it insensitizes, um, says people to refute your account, which Brat promptly did. Um, end quote, the last time we talked and I text you, it was after I saw your documentary and I felt like you ain't no, you ain't got no real friends and I wanted to be your friend. So I called to check on you, the Brat said. I love you but I ain't never been attracted to you, girl, unquote. <laughs> then William asked um, if the brat would like her if she were gay. No, said the brat, pointing out that she's already in a relationship. She called Williams fly, but not for me. Williams pressed asking if the brat would be into her if she were single. That's a no as well. I mean, I love you. But I wouldn't want to get with you like that, Wendy. And it goes on, and there's more. There was um, 
more denial on the way. Williams also suggested that her routine speculation on the brat sexuality prior to her coming out was useful in her process. Nope, girl, you were never part of my process. Not until I was all, um, not until I was ready to reveal anything did anybody know anything. And when I did it, that's when I let the world know. The brat replied. Back in the day, it wasn't cool. You couldn't do that. Um, Ellen, um, <clears throat> Ellen um, lost her job, um, her show back in the days when you could not um, do that. But thank God it's different now, and I get to live out loud and live in my truth. Um, in said truth, William must settle and play a role and in, in role of uh, spec- spectator. Happy Pride. Um, I don't know what's going on with Wendy. <laughs> Because, you know, Wendy believed that everybody wants to get with her for for some reason, you know. I don't know why she would think that the brat would want to, you know, was making a pass at her. Uh, but the brat came out and said that she didn't. You know, remember back when we reported that Wendy allegedly said that her and Method Man had a, had a thing at one point, or one night stand or whatever it was. But mm-hmm. I don't believe Method out to you know to say anything about this um, probably was a good um, choice on his part by not coming out and saying anything about it you know but um, what do you think about this 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 thing about Wendy Williams and, and the brat um, claiming that the brat made a pass at him I really didn't understand the whole article I don't like it's just I don't know if he if she said she said type thing. Um, Wendy's always always known to have accusations that everybody won her and came on to her and all that stuff. Um, I, I I'm not going to go further on that. I'm not a Wendy Williams fan at all. So you know, I don't I, I don't trust anything Wendy says. A lot of stuff she's saying is is yeah. Anytime her mouth is moving, I don't believe anything she's saying. So that's how that's how I know she's lying. Her mouth is moving. So I'm not a big fan. I don't care for Wendy Williams. Neither do you. I know that for a fact. Um, yeah, but it's something. This something's interesting. T Pain, T Pain's fans outraged with Usher, uh, with Usher after rapper reveals depression origin. T Pain has said he fell into a four-year depression after fellow singer Usher accused him of having a, uh, uh, how Usher, uh, Usher accused him of ruining the music business uh, through the use I of auto tune. Uh, singer and rapper T Pain and success string is including I'm Sprung. And I'm in love with the stripper from the 05 debut rapper turned singer. And throughout the chart domination, he became known for his use of auto-tune and audio proce- uh, processor initiating, uh, initially intended to cor- uh, correct off-key vocals, though it has also been used in more recent years to distort a singing voice, which we've just been talking about. And T-Pain's yep. real name, Fahim Rashid, uh, Najim, uh, as revealed in the new Netflix series, This Is this is Pop, that the fellow singer, Usher, quipped about the, his effects on the music industry, plunged him to a deep depression. Usher was my friend, he said. Um, I really respected Usher, and he said, I'm going to tell you something, man. You kind of effed up music. Uh, going on to reveal that he initially took Usher's comment as a joke, uh, he added, and then he was like, yeah, man, you really effed up music for real singers. I was like, what did I do? I came out and I used auto-tune. He was like, yeah, you effed it up. I'm like, but I used it. 
I didn't tell everybody else to start using it. You can tell you this that is that that is the very moment, and I don't even think I realized this for a long time. But that's the very moment that started a four-year depression for me. T-Pain's revelation sparked an outpouring of outrage from fans on Twitter, with some on the microblogging platform taking Usher to task for having used auto-tune himself. Um, then it goes on <laughs> about how people start ripping um, Usher apart. How dare you do this? You use auto-tune yourself, so forth and so on. I'm going to say this. Pretty much, number one, that was Usher's opinion. Number two, that was T-Pain's side of the story. You didn't hear Usher's side either. You're just assuming that he said that. So everybody already is going after Usher. We don't know. Usher hasn't said anything about it. Um, and in terms of Usher down the line using auto-tune, well, he probably, probably was right in terms of effed it up because now he may have to use it because maybe that's what producers want to use or record company wants to hear or that's the hottest thing now. So maybe he's back into a where he has to use it and maybe he don't want to use it, but this is what people want to hear. So hence maybe why he ends up using it. Who knows? I would love to hear Usher's side of it if he know if he if he remembers this conversation, uh, if he acknowledges it of sending T Pain on a four year depression off that one line. I don't know. What do you think, Joe? Listen, um, Auto-Tune been around for years. I mean, it may have been used in uh, uh, terms of another name, you know, like Herbie Hancock and so many other artists been been mm-hmm. doing this for, for a long time. You mm-hmm. know, um, as far as um, T-Pain um, going into a deep depression on it, come on, man, really? I mean, if this is all truth to this, you know, to the story, um, it's not that serious to go into depression of this, man. You made your money off of this, and you're still making your money off of this. That's Again, if he did say that, that's his opinion, let him believe that. Let him believe that. You know, again, people say that Usher used um, audio, auto-tune. If he did, so what? I don't believe Usher is that great of a singer anyway. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't believe he's that great of a singer. You know, he, he's out there. He can entertain the crowd and all that stuff, but he's not that great of a singer. T-Pain not that great mm-hmm. of a singer either, but he, has, he, he showed the world that, that um, he can do it without auto-tune, and he have done it. But he's not great either. So maybe the mm-hmm. reason why he is using auto-tune. You know, so if he uses it, that's his business. It's working for him. I, I don't agree with you with auto-tune. I think singers should sing. At, 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 at the end of the day, it comes down to this. In terms of uh, in terms of um, T Pain with Usher, dude, don't let that man tell you that you ruined something that you're being successful at. Don't let that ruin you. Uh, you know what I mean? Let him, if he said that, that's, that's what he feel. That's what he feel. And it's like, all right, I'll, I'll talk to you from a big ass mansion in my yacht that I got off from his auto tunes. That's what you say back to him. Right. That if he feels right. so that it's ruining it for him because he got he may have to use it. Then it is what it is. Auto Tune's been around for years and years and years. It just picked up at that time, and it was just T Pain knew how to use it. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, I, I, I really don't care either way. Uh, it's always going to be there as a crutch for people, and sometimes it works, sometimes it don't. Uh, it, it, it's, it, it makes the music business go around. That's what it does. It's, it, it's there. It keeps it going. Um, and I, I can take it or leave it. It doesn't really matter to me. But 
at the end of the day, if I was keep paying and, and, and my friend of mine said that to me, I'm like, man, go F yourself. I'm making money off of this. Bye. <laughs> like, yeah, for me, it was a four-year depression because of that. I'm successful at it. People love it. But I'm, like, I'm not listening to you, clown ass. Like, no, I don't care. I mean, I'm successful. I'm making money. Right. If he truly went into depression on that, then that shows how weak of a person he is to go into depression o- o- over what he said. Come on, man. Now you you got to be stronger than that. If, if this is all said and true to this, I mean, you got to be stronger than that. Go into depression for that, really, because of what he said. That's if he felt that I, way, so be it. You making your money. I'm glad. I'm glad T Pain never heard what I said about him. Woo! I was disappointed oh, back in the day. I said a lot worse things that than than Usher. Woo! I'm glad he because he really was in deep depression. I said horrible things about T Pain and his music. So. I don't glad he didn't hear me say something about, about that because he really wouldn't have been off the rails. I'm sorry. Because, yeah, that's nothing compared to what I was saying about him back in, a few years ago. Sheesh. But, Zoe, just for you, <laughs> since you're a big Usher fan, I got some Usher songs here for you. We'll be right back. NYPA, Entertainment Radio. <laughs> Right back. You got it, you got it back. When you miss it. 
the flow to make your booty go. Take that, rewind it back. Lil John got the beat to make your booty go. NYP Entertainment Radio. We're ready to wrap things up. Remember, next week, new monthly music playlist. And um, I'll let you know next week when we're going to do the next spotlight playlist, which is New York, New York. Um, and like I said, working on a few other things since we get back to some normalcy. So got some stuff up my sleeve for you guys as everything's starting to come back together and everybody's getting on their projects and stuff and the world and, it, you know, the United States itself is opening back up. So uh, I got some things coming down the pipeline. Zoe, let's get out of here and do the shout-out. Yes, sir. Um, shout-out to Dre Bell for calling in. Um, definitely grateful for him. Uh, we're definitely going to promote his album. Um, you know, so stay tuned for that. Um, Kyle will end it off um, giving you all his platforms. Um, shout-out to Kyle, Philly. Shout-out to New York. Um, shout out to um, everybody who continue to follow us, um, who continue to support us. That's um, all the people who love us and also to all those who, who, who hate us but still listen to us. We're still grateful to y'all as well for those who hate us but still listen to us. Continue doing so. Continue sharing. Um, definitely um, new music. Any topics you want us to hear us speak about, um, hit us up, NYPA. Entertainment Radio. Now remember, spell out the word entertainment at gmail.com. Now, shout out to Dre Bell uh, for calling in NYP Entertainment Radio. Uh, go download uh, Why Do Guys on any music platform, iTunes, Spotify, whatever there's music downloaded, support it, share it, to let everybody know. Same way that you do with NYP Entertainment Radio. So subscribe, download, share, comment. Uh, so shout out everyone near and far. Uh, thank you for listening to the show this week and every week and, and all that stuff like that. And if you can't listen to us live, go into the archives and check us out. Be safe this week, everybody. Be nice to each other. I know it sounds cheesy, but we need to. We need to get all get along together and get you know get through whatever we're going through together as a team, not against each other. We want y'all to stay mm-hmm. safe. We want y'all to come back here live next Sunday. NYPA Team Radio. Show. I'm not a preacher, I just like making good music Paranoid from the weed, Lord, can you help me please? Once more I drop to my knees, tell me, Lord, how could it be? Blind to rain I've never seen, tell me, Lord, why is it me? Is it cause I'm chasing dreams? Is it cause I'm chasing cream? Is it cause I'm close to each and every one of my enemies? Danger is my company, I swear I hate this industry. All women love the way I'm living, they know I'm unforgiving, heartless and deceiving. How am I still breathing? Scared of what I've seen, still scared of what I'm seeing. Uh. Making me pick and choose with win or lose 
even one of one, my mind is left battered and bruised. True, these niggas fruity like a pebble. I fly straight, I'm on my level. Sell your soul, deal with the devil. <laughs> I'ma stay smoking this weed, man. Having trouble finding the absolute meaning of life Will I become a success? Can I find me a wife? These questions seem to get harder as they passing me by But I won't give in to the pressure floating on cloud number nine I'm just drifting away, these dreams keep me fueled to progress This weight that I hold on my chest from packing on all of the stress Throughout the daily grind, I seek to find a peace of mind No wasting time, I need to climb up to the top to make this mine Cause I control my destiny as I'm destined to be Much more than the stars can align, the journey is dark But I'll find a source of light to help distinguish the good and the evil the benign and the lethal, the opaque and the see-through Won't let my demons conquer all that I built from within Present my past with my future ambitions through paper and pen It's more than words in the story that I relate to you My heart is stuck in a bond while searching for proof of certain truth As if a beast while the wind is blowing and grass is growing Ocean waters are flowing with these cups of liquor we pouring As the summers get hotter, winters get colder I say a soldier, my mindset for the future's never been bolder You need a shoulder to cry and then you can lean on me We all go through trials and tribulations throughout the lives we lead The scars are they are reminders of battles that I've won Lessons I've learned and rules that I broke to teach to my future son Cause I'll be damned if he grows to be an illiterate, ignorant and belligerent person who doesn't give a shit That's all the question for me as long as I'm still breathing Culture my morals of society as he begins teething But if I have a girl she'll be my diamond and my pearl Regardless of the cold-hearted nature amongst this cruel world I'm just looking to be enlightened in this day and age With knowledge and wisdom to help me through all the pleasure and pain The show is over.